white flowers will never awaken you not where the black coach of sorrow has taken you angels have no thought of ever returning you would they be Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Rojan Kim cast. It's me. I'm your host, Rojan Kim. Had a little bit of a hiatus there. Um, so I don't know if you remember the last episode. I was struggling, struggling, struggling. <laughs> I was struggling a little bit with depression. Um, and I was kind of coming out of it. It was getting better. And then it didn't. And it didn't get better. Or it's just kind of been in a, a holding pattern. Just kind of a holding pattern um i feel like i'm coming out of it climbing out of it um climbing out of it enough so that if i were suicidal i i would do it but i'm not don't worry (laughs) i'm not suicidal uh i decided that a long time ago so i've been struggling with depression quite a long time um, let's say since I was a teenager, probably even earlier. I mean, my first therapy session was like when I was eight, for God's sake. So long time, struggling with depression, struggling with stress, struggling with things going on in my life. Didn't really have the tools to deal with them in a healthy way, mostly because I had no real models at home. My dad never shared any feelings. You know, he was just clammed up, st- stoic, never shared anything you know everything i ever found out about my own past my mom all that stuff was through other people he never shared any of that stuff until one day i kind of pressed him and then shared it once and he's like i'm never going to talk about it again you know it's like super dramatic um i feel like men are bigger babies when it comes to that because you're not really given nuance um when i say you i don't mean all men but a lot of them a lot of them my girlfriend got me this book. It's a book on male depression. It's called I Don't Want to Talk About It. Um, I make fun of the book a lot just because the title. Uh, it's funny. It's kind of childish, but it is true. It is true. You just don't want to talk about How many? We all know guys who are like, don't want to talk about it. And then anybody who's like super chatty talks about everything. What do you usually say about that person? You know, I usually say that that person is... Uh, not a real man, right? He's effeminate. Like, real men don't cry. Real men don't complain. Real men just take it and suck it in. Suck it up. Like, imagine if you were a hunter and you shot an animal. The animal's dying. And then you start crying because you feel sad. That's not... You would kick that person out. That person would not be welcome in the hunting party. And that's gross oversimplification of how, uh, you know, being quiet and suppressing feelings is probably more of a a male trait than a a female one but you know that's just uh you know just bear with me here so you can see how that happened right you can see how that totally happened i'm gonna move now because people are like sitting next to me why i don't know i'm weird why am i uncomfortable i'm in new york city anyway so there you go that's depression right um Oh, that's not depression. That's just suppressing feelings. And the suppressing of those feelings can lead to depression, at least according to this book. Uh, I haven't really read the whole book. Uh, I do plan on reading it. I just, uh, you know, I read the first chapter and was almost crying like a little baby because it was basically describing (laughs) me and my dad's relationship. You know, so that's what happened there. But um, so, yeah. Anyway, struggling with depression. Um... I just looked up this statistic. It says one in ten adults are most likely suffering from depression in, in the United States. In the United States, you know, the richest country in the world. Um, what do we have to be depressed about? See, that's the common misconception. Is that what is it? What are you depressed about? What are you? You have everything to live for, you, you know. And people, a lot of people, downplay depression. Depression is seen as weak. Right? It's kind of part of the macho culture, maybe. Um, you know, women are most likely to be labeled depressed. Men kill themselves or other people. Okay, so like you can see that the the I think 
the suppression of feeling leads to irrational anger, feelings of worthlessness, homicidal feelings. But, you know, but again, I don't struggle with that aspect. I don't really want to hurt myself or other people. I don't even think I'm truly depressed in the sense that, like, one time when I was 19, I had a clinical depression. Like, the real deal. For, like, a year and a half, two years. Like, I didn't do shit. I didn't go to school. I didn't uh, go out, hang out with anybody. I didn't, I didn't have any fun. You know, I, I just smoked weed all day and just stayed indoors, watched TV. Just I hung out with friends, but we just, a bunch of dudes, we didn't really share feelings or talk about anything. You know, I failed all my classes. I didn't even go. I just failed my classes. I didn't even withdraw. I could have withdrawn from school, but I didn't in order to keep collecting the financial aid checks so that I could keep smoking weed and paying rent. Which now, you know, now I am paying for it because I have all the student loan debt. So that's fine. You know, I don't complain. Well, I complain, but I know that I, I know that I did it to myself. And that's fine. And that was like major depression. You know, that was major depression. It was a very long time. I lost like 50 pounds. Um, I was like 200 pounds and went dropped down to like 150. People told me I look great, right? That's another little kick me when I'm down moment is uh, more depressed than I've ever been in my entire life and I apparently look fantastic so anyway you know that happened and um, at the tail end of that episode um, sort of when I was around turning 20 20 20-ish I had to really I remember I was on uh, a platform like a BART platform BART is the subway type thingy in uh, the Bay Area. And I remember just asking myself, man, do you want to live or die? Do you want It's like that moment in Menace to Society where Kane's grandpa's like, Kane, do you want to live or die? Right? And he was all like, I don't know. Right? Except I did know. Right? I don't want to die. I want to live. As simple as that. I don't want to die. I mean, that's, but that's. The thing about depression is you really get to that point. You really get to the point where you're like, maybe death is really the answer because it's, there's no way out of this. Sometimes it feels like that. I feel trapped. So, well, that's depressing, isn't it? Yeah, it's depressing, but I feel it's like important. And I feel a lot of people are struggling with this. Comics, especially artists, whatever, regular people, everybody. We're all struggling with something. You know, and, and just because it's not like my arms chopped off or your you lost you, your head didn't get blown off, your kid isn't dead, it doesn't mean that you, it's not valid. Everybody feels pain. Everybody wants to reach out, and uh, everybody would like some help. And everybody also gets angry when they feel isolated and alone. And uh, you can understand why you want to hurt people. Right? You may not really want to hurt people deep down inside, but maybe that becomes your only recourse, and that's just, you don't you don't have the tools to express yourself and share your hurt with other people. You don't have the network, you don't have the friendships, whatever. Doesn't make it any easier when you treat depression itself like some you know like you're weak, like someone's weak, right? It's like you know somebody gets cancer and just being like, ah, your body's weak, you deserve to die. <laughs> You don't, we don't do that. We don't do that because we have a, a model of sickness that tells us that it's not the person's fault per se, or it doesn't even matter if it's the person's fault. We should treat, treat the person who's in pain. That's what we should do. All right. So anyway, what does this all have to do with what's going on now? Well, okay. So I was kind of depressed. Like, kind of depressed. Comedy wasn't that fun. Nothing was fun. You know? And I realized... Uh, what I did was last week I, uh, instead of putting out the podcast, took a, I took a break from reality. I took a little break. I took some acid with my friend Caleb. You know, and it was cool, cool trip. Had a good time with him, whatever. But then I kind of had an opportunity to just kind of be by myself on my way home and sort of think of things. And I was thinking really clearly. And I was thinking in a manner that I hadn't thought. I wasn't thinking thoughts I hadn't thought. I was thinking in a way. I hadn't thought in a while, and that way was stress-free, like without any stress. Everything was so clear. Like I could see that, ah, oh, dude, I've been depressed. This what I call depression. It's really a manifestation of the stress I'm going through 
my day to day, right? And what stress can I possibly be going to? What I, I, I'm a fun-loving comedian. I get high on weed and on life. Why, why? But you know, I still, but I still have a day job. And I don't know. You know, I might have mentioned that the company I work for is getting acquired. So there's a merger going on. So that it's, uh, you know, layoffs are imminent any moment. And they keep kind of dicking us around about when the layoffs are, right? Keep punting, keep telling us, oh, it'll be in two weeks, we'll, we'll get a timeline. And then it'll be like, oh, they, the Department of Justice has asked for another two weeks. And they just keep kicking it down the line. Not really telling us when we're gonna get laid off. Not really telling us anything. And that creates stress. The whole company is stressed. It's really depressing in there. It's really stress. I mean, it was depressing before the merger when the company was doing well because I fucking work in an advertising company. We don't even make ads. We just push them out. So it's like we don't make anything. The whole thing is just like there's nothing really to motivate you. The only thing that could motivate you before the merger was doing a good job. Now it doesn't even matter if we do a good job because we're all going to get fired. So, okay, see, so that's depressing. And I realized, look, no matter how much I try to you know, get high and avoid feeling stuff, which really doesn't work when you get high, you just feel it more. Uh, but no matter how I try to just, I start drinking a lot, no matter how much I drink to kind of like deal with not wanting to feel shitty, um, it doesn't matter. Your environment really does affect you, right? Which brings me to this week's guest, Brittany Sherrod. Uh, Brittany Sherrod is a comedian, very funny, um, I don't know her that well. Like, you know, we, we were not, we, I wouldn't call her like good friends. We're not like good friends. I just kind of met her, just started hanging out. And I just found out that she's going to Dallas, uh, moving out of New York, going to Dallas, or at least wintering in Dallas. Uh, one of the reasons she said was because of, you know, she's been feeling depressed and she realized that it was New York. The place was the environment that was doing it to her. So I decided uh, to invite her onto the podcast talk about that of course what ended up happening is we uh did a couple whiskey shots smoked a joint and ended up just meandering talking about a lot of random stuff and we kind of get to the depressing stuff or the depression uh in a bit but in any case this is a long intro it's running long i get it but i just feel like i just kind of had to get this out voice it out it's like you know depression is a real thing it doesn't always have to have a stressor, you know. It doesn't always, it usually is follow is accompanied by one, um, and I think that that's actually a good thing. When you can identify what your stress is, uh, what it is that's bumming you out, you can fucking do something about it, right? It's scarier or much worse when there's no causal element. That's when I know I'm really depressed, like a real depression to me, where I feel like I need to go back to therapy or got to really do something is when I can't put my finger on what it is that's making me feel this way. If everything's okay and I feel nothing, I feel no joy, can't sleep, can't eat, feelings of worthlessness, all that stuff, like that's just something's wrong, you know, and I need help. In this case, I and, and Brittany, you know, uh, have figured out that it's our environment. It's the environment that's doing it. It's really important. It's really important to... Uh, realize that we're just you know we're just animals man we're just products of our surroundings we we have to adapt and act accordingly to whatever's around so a lot of times someplace like new york someplace like your shitty job you're sitting there and just grinding ugh, and just getting through it just getting through it watching the hours pass and just hoping that ah just gotta get out of here man i just got you know i think sometimes you gotta just realize that you gotta get away gotta get away so maybe i'll quit my job i don't know i'm supposed to get a sweet severance package that's what i'm waiting for right keeping me around for the money or whatever but anyway guys i feel better i feel way better i, I feel way better i really do um i think the acid kind of turned me around you know taking some time off from work put things into perspective you know i want to live i want to live so anyway Let's start the episode. Uh, this is uh, episode, Rojan Kimcast episode 
number 14 with Brittany Sherrod. They'll call it Westbound and Up. Westbound and Up, you know, kind of like Eastbound and Down. All right, anyway, here you go. Hope you enjoy. Yo, I'm the first motherfucker to do this shit, don't get it twisted Hit the clutch, shift to the gear, mash on the gas You soon to see me right by the lake, just like a basket Burn these sticks like a native, cold potatoes, cold tornadoes Ashes like a roll of Play-Doh, but never Play-Doh Trying to get that Play-Doh, that had the whole team creamy like Alfredo The mozzarella, basil, oil, and tomato The 30 year balsamic laid up on that table Next to me, a cigarette and drug laid then in my lungs, that's while I'm driving yeah. Never drunk right, weight uh, In the taxi, shorty blessing yeah. me with tongue play Dish the cab, run the twist Like I'm on Home Alone Oh yeah, Kevin McAllister <laughs> and Home Alone uh, Which, I, I was well, it, Weren't you, uh, were you ever left home You said you had, you Hello, wait, hold on, hold on This is I should say. You should say what's well, happening. Well, you know, I usually do an intro, so that's okay. So we don't have to do an intro. But joining me today is Brittany Sherrod. Sherrod, right? Brittany Sherrod. Brittany Sherrod. Um, that's me. That's, and she is, it's, what the hell is it? It's like August 20 something. No, it's October. Not, it's not August. It's oh October my God. 26, people. This whole thing. I don't edit Did you this. work today? <laughs> I No, it's Sunday, right? Okay. That's it's October 20 something. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2014. It matter, guys. It's, not it's toward the end of the October. It's almost Halloween. It's the week before, uh, yeah. right? People Halloween in costumes, right? Yeah. And we're in Washington Square, Square Park. I'm yeah. here with Brittany Sherrod. She's a comedian. She is. Wait, what else do you do? All I know you as is a comedian. I so do stand up mostly. So that's she's a comedian. And then I sell shoes. And she sells shoes. <laughs> Which do you find that there's some crossover there? Do you are you funny when you sell? Oh yeah. And then that helps, right? Well, you know what it is. I kind of just don't give a shit about my job. Uh huh. So then I'm just busting chops with my customers, right? And sometimes it's funny, you know. And then you just they and just buy the fucking shoes. They buy stuff. But you know what I love? Uh, I tell my customers that I do stand up, uh-huh. and I feel like it's that same kind of effect. As a woman being like, yeah, I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? Like, because people, it's it's really, <laughs> really? go follow me. <laughs> okay, no, no, go for it. I'm, you don't I'm edit no, this? No. Oh my yeah, 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 God. I don't edit this. So. <laughs> um, wait, 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 no, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the ride. I okay. just think that people like to know that you have a passion. You know what I mean? Okay, That yes. you have something that you care about. Uh-huh. Because I'm a salesperson. Yeah. So if I don't have heart, then they don't trust me. Whoa. So, like, the fact that you have a life outside of what you're currently and doing makes them trust you it in some way? It makes them really like, and people love comics. It's, huh. I mean, we know it. We know. Do I? I don't do know we that. Know? Do I don't know that. I, mean, I don't do you know always. That? I guess maybe that's what you. I don't always know. <laughs> well, always but as uh, you, you seem to be, you have seem to have some experience, like, selling shoes and being funny and telling them you're a comic and stuff and that helps so yeah. so you have well, more they, they correlate for me too in my life because the the same week that i got hired at my job i started doing stand-up like in the same time zone Whoa. so they Wait. they carry the same candle it's very it's very weird so you okay when did you start doing stand-up uh march 27th 2012 yeah. Okay, 2012, March 27th. Okay, so <laughs> and then what what made you decide to do it? What made you, of all people, to decide? Yeah. This is what I want to do. Well, I've always loved stand-up, you know? How can you not? You know, I've always, like, loved, uh-huh. you know, Chappelle and fucking Janine Garofalo, Marco Cho. Uh-huh. I just like watching them. They're awesome. George, I even loved George Carlin before. I was like, oh, yeah, he's a comedy god, you know? But you, I mean, I mean a lot of people love comedy. But right. not everybody wants to do it. So what made you think that, like, were you always funny? Were people always telling you you were funny? Or did you think that yeah. you were funny? Not not always, but, like, uh, high school, like, around that time. Uh-huh. Um, I got voted class wittiest. <laughs> Wait, you had a class wittiest and yeah. not a class clown? <laughs> yeah. Class, class wittiest? We went to class it up for the, for the class of 2003. Nice. So we went for wittiest. Where did you get class wittiest? Like what high school? Uh, Hampton High in Hampton, Virginia. Hampton, Virginia High, class wittiest. What year? <laughs> 2003. 2003, <laughs> class, 
class wittiest Hampton High, Virginia. Hampton, Virginia. Yeah, we're the crabbers. God damn man. it. Crabbers, bitch. Don't you, wait. You can't crush a crab unless, of course, Do, you have one of those little. Uh, Crushers. Those little Cru- crushers. What are those things? called? Actually, I just I talked about know. that. Are those called crackers? Are those called? Cr- okay. Well, there's no, nutcrackers, but there's. That's like- exactly what I said. I said there are <laughs> nutcrackers, so uh, it follows that those are crab cl- crackers or just <laughs> crackers, crackers in general, which is very confusing, possibly racist. You could offend somebody by asking for them. You don't know what they're called. I don't. Isn't that? Is, aren't they called that? That's no. what they are, right? Crackers. Fucking crackers. <laughs> Here's some of these crackers. These crackers are dirty. Can you we get some balls. new crackers? Who's cracking the balls, man? Here's these crackers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What? No? No, I was just saying, but crabs, crab claws and crab crackers. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Freddie the crab is my mascot. It was the mascot of Hampton High School. Freddie the cla- crab. Freddie the crab. Freddie the crab. Were there any, like, crab jokes, like getting crabs? Yeah, crabs, always. all those crab jokes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> crabs in a bucket. Always. Pinching, pinching uh, the crab. Uh, Hop on uh, in and catch some crabs. Oh. <laughs> okay. Delicious. Well, that was okay. Well, class with us of uh, <laughs> the crab, crab high school. What was it like in Virginia? Were you um, Hampton? Does that was that by the ocean? Is that yeah, why you were crab it's crackers? By the bay, it's by the Chesapeake Bay. And uh, the naval base, a lot of water. I lived in the peninsula. Peninsula. So you lived in a, on a peninsula, yeah. surrounded by water and two sides. Except for one side. No, three sides. Three sides. Covered in water. Covered in side. water, one side. Yeah. Not. 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 Peninsula. In Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> what? And what peninsula? What is the? Is there? Is the the Atlantic Ocean your, the peninsula? Oh, I don't know, man. You don't know? I need Google for that. Okay. Just for now. I'm not. I don't mean to. I just thought that you. It's cool. You don't know. Was I it the ocean really though? Care. That's where the crabs fucking come from, right? Yeah, so it must have been the ocean. And the hurricanes come too. Okay, so that's the ocean. You know. So you live by the ocean. Yeah, man. Live by the a ocean. lot of bridges okay. and shit. A lot of bridges in the ocean. I don't know if I prefer like no. being. Should I do that? Yeah, yeah hold that closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what she said. Uh-huh. Um. So I don't know if I prefer bridges uh, over tunnels, like being underground, like in New York, you know? Uh Sometimes I'm on the train, I'm like, oh my God, I need to escape. Like, do you ever feel? I think I would prefer a bridge over a tunnel, but either way, there's danger. Um, Yeah, so dangerous. Without either of them, you couldn't get there. So I, you know, but a bridge, at least you get the view. Hey, can I ask you a question? Sure. If you could pick one action star uh-huh. to be your best bud. Action star, that's my best bud. Yeah, like just hangs out with you. All right. You can call them by their character name or by their real name. Okay. Like right now, I really want to hang out with Sylvester Stallone. Like I wish you were uh, my best friend. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, like, which one though? Rambo, <laughs> Sly, or like, you I, know. Um, I feel like Rambo's pretty awesome, but I also think Rocky. Rocky, like right. one or two. I didn't hear no bell. I didn't hear no that. Slow. Yeah, I guess. Do you think you'd smoke weed? Do you think? Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd be high, but he's fighting, so he he's fighting, so he can't. You know. Uh-huh. He can't be high, but I'll smoke weed, and I'll be like, You'll yeah, smoke weed Rocky, with him and just like watch him work out. I'm like, yeah, Rocky, knock him out, Rocky. Punch that beef. Punch that. <laughs> Side of yeah. beef. Yeah. Why? Um. Is that an action hero, <laughs> Rocky? <laughs> no, is that it's Ro- not Rambo? Like Holy Rambo. Yeah, I Rambo. Oh, I also would love to hang out with T two Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not T one. Not yeah. bad. Good Schwarzenegger. Not T one was he's kind of creepy. Well, he, he was sent like back to cool. kill. Yeah. He was the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was a creepy bad guy in T one. Do you prefer T one to or T two to T one? T two has more action. Uh yeah I guess so yeah absolutely yeah okay yeah I don't know which I prefer how I think T one how do you feel about sequels in general in general <laughs> yeah your thoughts uh, on sequels. uh I don't think it's they're necessary <laughs> yeah because most of the time they're just you're trying to make money off the first one and like I, what more can you I think it's like um the first movie is usually really good because it was new and original right and people loved it like the matrix rocky even <laughs> but then you get to the second movie 
and you already did the thing that people <laughs> loved, so you can't do that again. Do so again. now you got the guy who's already great doing more shit. You know what I mean? So at that point, it's kind of... Some people can do great shit over and over again. Yeah, but then know? at that point, it's not as great as the the first movie, which was original. Now it's just you're kind of like, remember that first movie, how awesome it is? Like, here's more awesome. I uh, just want to yeah. say on the record, uh, Rojan, uh-huh. that uh, I think Fast and the Furious uh-huh. has gone way too far. You know, There's I have to say, though, Six was pretty good. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> Six is pretty good. Okay. Six is okay. Six was like, I mean, the, I don't... Ex- I No, I disagree. For the longest time, I refused to watch those movies. But then one day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to fight Whatever. All right. I'll say. And when I, <laughs> I watched Six first, and it's just... It is what it is. It is, and it does it very well. And it well. does what it does? It does it where... I that's, mean, it's not trying well, to be like high the art. the most awful answer to why a movie's good. I just want to... I'm not saying it's good. It was good because it was entertaining and it delivered on its premise. Fast cars. Fast cars, shit yeah. blowing up, and just yeah. ridiculous. Just it's Muscles. Just stup- it's kind of funny. I mean, it's actually, there's a lot of comedy, and it's funny. <laughs> see, see, and you're just judging it, and that's fine. I am judging it. I did that, too. I, I did that, too. What is your favorite movie? What is your favorite comedy? What is uh, What would you hold up as the pinnacle of, like, the standard of comedy comedy movie. movie a movie yeah yeah what movie oh movie? that's fucking hard that's hard rojan well what's one of the f- your favorites if i was like hey i want to know what movie you like that's like funny. we're gonna sit down we're gonna laugh yeah, right we're gonna now watch, well whatever yeah sit yeah down, sure let's sit just down and laugh right now. what would you like to throw on what's a movie that you would like a movie though people that know me really well know that i can't watch movies <sighs> You don't, I don't you have can't, the att- what, I, you can't don't have the I mean I can't span? I don't have the attention span. What can you watch? Can you watch sitcoms? Can you watch twenty watch minute shows. things? Thirty minutes? One I hour? watch a lot of Bob's burgers. Oh I love Bob's burgers. <laughs> I love Bob who's your favorite character in Bob's Burgers? I it's it's a toss up. I love them all now. You I'm love so them all? invested. Who is I'm who so did you love first? Uh I think first I loved the mom. Oh, she's crazy. She's crazy as fuck, she's dude. She's insane. And I she's the craziest wanna one. Be, I kinda wanna be like her. She's you wanna insane. be like her? Linda. Oh, a little. Linda. Linda. Yeah. yeah uh, but She's now, yeah. I really love Gene. Oh, Gene the, is amazing, the too. Son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's Queen Latifah, give me strength. He's also he's very sweet. Like He's a very nice kid. I like his, Tina. His, I'm his, a big Tina fan. Oh, my God. I How can Tina. I forget about oh, Tina? Yeah, Tina. Like I like how you have glasses, and Tina has glasses, That's too. That's why, yeah. Is it a connection with the glasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody who has glasses, <laughs> I like automatically. Uh, that's yeah. silly. Especially even Hitler. <laughs> when Hitler wears glasses, I'm like, hey, he, might, he might have a few salient <laughs> points. Hitler didn't wear glasses. The, Hitler never wore glasses? I don't, I've never seen a picture of Hitler Would with glasses. Would that prove he was inferior or something? Would they, like, was he afraid that... I mean... We don't have any pictures. FDR wore glasses. I'm with him. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think everybody wore glasses back then because everybody was dying faster. <laughs> like yeah, it was just I mean, harsher. Yeah. Everything was harsher. So I feel like I missed those times, even though I wasn't alive then. You missed those times? Yeah, there's I too don't. many people. Well, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, also that's it was really racist. This is not good for either of us to be back then. Well, um, I mean, I'm not saying that I want that time, but I'm just saying people shouldn't live to like over 110, right? Like that's like too much. Oh, are you talking about people living too long? Like, yeah, like live. nowadays, like modern medicine. Are you advocating some kind of population control, some kind of eugenics uh, program that would <laughs> limit <laughs> maybe some kind of Dude, killing? Dude, eugenics though. I'm not saying, all I'm saying is People get all freaked out, and we're not going to stay on this for a long time because I these are inside thoughts. I shouldn't be sharing these. What are you talking about? About these thoughts I'm having. These now. thoughts about population control. All right, go oh, ahead. Just about, about death in general. All right, go for it. No, so no. People that's freak out. People freak out no. over shit. Fuck you know, them. Like no, people, that's fine. You need to hear this. You need to hear this. <laughs> we're all gonna die. You're not going to live forever. We nobody. Don't. Nobody. I don't care how many selfies you take. Unless there's some kind of robot intelligence in the future <laughs> that somehow records this data and is going over it then yeah okay maybe i do have a lot but of dreams where i wake up and i'm an and like i'm like an android robot you know what I mean? yeah robot dreams yeah. okay <laughs> so oh. people are gonna die you were people, saying people are gonna die okay so everyone's like freaking about this ebola, ebola. You know? and, and like stuff like that happens you sure. know what i mean oh, yes. remember the swine flu swine remember flu. that remember that yeah that was a thing holy shit and um what else what else is terrible fucking Scoliosis. That's not. That's not terrible. But it's terrible. 
polio. That's bad. Sure, that's bad know? too. Anything, whatever. Heart disease kills tons of people. Fucking tobacco. Diabetes, fucking man. alcohol. Uh, cars. Things kill people. Things kill people. The people things die. people people die and because things kill them. Yes. Or people kill people. People That's kill a people. Thing. People <laughs> That's die a because thing. they're alive, and life equals the only inevitable conclusion to all life is death. Death. Yeah. As soon as you're born. Exactly. It's countdown uh, to death. Brought to you by Rojan Kim and Brittany Sherrod. Yeah. So you're all gonna <laughs> die. That's if you're just not tuning in. Brittany Sherrod uh, wants to remind you <laughs> that you're all going to die. Thank you for listening to the Rojan Kim cast. <laughs> Thanks, Brittany. Can Thanks we listen to some smooth jazz now? Yeah, and then. And then you're all gonna die. Well, it's but okay. So let's. We got that. I we feel like it. for me, I'm cool. I'm okay. I've accepted. I've accepted that. Like we're all gonna die. We are. So then, uh, what else? What's next? The only thing that means is that we have. We're the only ones responsible for our lives because you're here and then you die and that's it. Yeah. It's. I mean, that's it. Do you feel? Do you feel liberated by that thought, or do you feel like caged in? You know what I mean. Like some people feel like because this is my only life, it has to be perfect, and I have to be like pure. And you know what I mean. Like there's, you know, the religious folk. You know, they're they're living their life towards a goal. And there's some people who are just kind of like living for dying. You know, like which one do you think? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it. I mean, I personally feel that it's both liberating and terrifying because it is. It's not the prettiest. Uh, outcome like we're all gonna just you know die we're just here and but the thing is that if you really think about our lives on the scale the sort of grander scale of things it's tiny it's nothing yeah it's no different. we step on we're ants just how many bugs mass. how many bugs have you killed do you think oh you have too no, many I'm, you i feel murder. ashamed but no 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 but still think about that <laughs> that those lives to you were not i found a dead fly in my cabinet the uh-huh. other day and i was like oh man i'm sorry you died in my cabinet so like, those lives you know i because i didn't I even murder, kill it i found it dead you i know? murder mosquitoes indiscriminately because they fucking they bite what the shit out another, of me what if another bug murdered that fly in my cabinet what Could've. if what if it's some creepy sex shit? Some no. weird sex serial killer fly. They're <laughs> like, hey, hey, you need a ride? And then I think it's a like, spider. I think it's a spider. Spider, yes. Spider is like, hey, I look like a piece of uh, shit you can land on. Trap. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they have webs and stuff. But, you know, maybe that's... No, uh, man. No, the spiders. I don't know. I feel like flies are pretty stupid. Wouldn't mm. it be cool to come back as a fly, though? Just because... No. You get to have a quick run. Like, it's no, just I a don't want to be a fly. It's a quick run. It's like a video game. Why you know, not a hawk like, or like a tiger or something? Like, I mean, we didn't get there yet, you know? What? No, I'd like man. to come back as a beaver. Like uh, an actual beaver in a dam? Build yeah, okay. I want to build like a, a you dam. You want to build dams and, and shit? Like swim, like breathe underwater and cool. stuff for a while. All right. Well, yeah. Maybe I want to be a dolphin. Do you believe in reincarnation? I'd like to think that it's possible. Okay. I don't have a firm belief, but I certainly don't disagree with it. Okay. You know? So you're just like, whatever. I, But I, I feel like I must because I sometimes I'm just like, be a good person, Brittany. Do that. You know? Yeah. So I probably believe in something beyond huh. this run. I also believe in aliens, though, so, you know, it, it, it kind of goes all over the place. What do you mean? <laughs> For me. What do you mean believe in them? Like, what do they tell you? I mean, I don't believe in them. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, believe do in, like, like, I'm not, like... Like, you believe in Jesus or what? You, like, I just... No, you just feel that there are probably alien life forms out there because absolutely. of how large the universe is. Yeah, I think that's logical. I mean, come on. It's we can't be the only that, ones. Yeah, Selfish dumb. fucks. That would be dumb. As humans are. Yes. Um, that's why aliens want to kill us all the time in the movies, by the way, guys. Everyone's like, they. No, I don't think. We come see, in that, peace. I can't follow you there because <laughs> that's not. Because people just write that. I don't think that explains what aliens no, I know. want to do. I, I talked about aliens in my, in my set tonight. I Are did. you an alien? You like aliens? What do you think? What do you think? What do you. Uh, if an alien, like Stephen Hawking, said that. <laughs> If aliens came, it would be shitty. It would be like Columbus coming to the new world. So we might not want that. What do you think? Do you think they'll be like? Really I think, cool hey, there might be too many people. You know, you think you're okay. <laughs> so you're okay with the wholesale slaughter of millions of people just to kind of take the pressure off the population. Uh, perhaps an asteroid 
some kind of impact in some kind of I'd prefer something natural. I'd prefer something natural. Asteroid is natural, right? Versus exactly like a volcano versus crazy us, tornado versus or us something. nuking ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So a giant tornado that will come and just kill With killer sharks. That's killer, a movie by oh, the way. Oh, Sharknado. <laughs> it is. Sharknado. Sharknado. It's <laughs> a, um, a movie on sci-fi. <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> Oh my God, what pothead came up with that shit? You know well, what I mean? It's, I feel like it's. I wonder what are the other. They probably had all these rejected movies. And they were like, like you know what? You guys want something like. I'll dumb it down for you. How like about Spider these? Quake or. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Right? Just an earthquake and all these spiders come up Ew. out of the ground. And then uh, I remember arachnophobia Ew. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I'm afraid of bees. You don't like bees? They just freak me out because they just fly around and sting you. Have, you. you have a bad experience? That's bee experience? what people ask me, and I don't have a memory of it. I uh, just know. You just hate be- you like- I like bees. Huh, I like interesting. bumblebees. Sure, they're cool. I like all bees. I like wasps. I like. I mean, I've never. I've only been stung by a honeybee in like a da- wa- in a pool. Wasp? Like who? I Why? They're, they're cool. They'll kill you. They're killers. I know. There's yeah. nothing cool about that. That's nothing cool. cool about that. That's cool. Fucking ninjas. If whatever. you're in nature and you're a killer, that's like you have an edge. But you know what? Maybe there's too many people. Maybe sometimes they that's, need to get stung by wasps. There you go. Maybe wasp. they need. Maybe people Bees? need to. There's. <laughs> I really hope you don't ever get caught killing people because there's so much evidence now about your motive. Like here we have. Pretty sure have clearly advocating the deaths of many there's people. There's just too many people. No, there's I'm a lot of people. No, I agree. No, no, no I agree. No. no, I agree. I agree. There's a lot of people, but I don't know who. It's up to who. Here's my thing. Here's your thing. I. It's not that I advocate death. I'm not like everybody. Die now. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, it's natural. Like you said, we come and we go. Our bodies rot, you know. It happens. Like, I used to work in the medical field. This is not me being, like, super morbid and obsessed with death. It's just I know. What did you do in the medical field? As a medical assistant. Oh, shit. So you kind of had to, like, poke people with the... Yeah. I did all kinds of stuff. stuff. Were you funny then? I mean, I think that helped me. As a phlebotomist or whatever? I kind of think it's necessary. Did you have to do phlebotomy? (laughs) Yes, I did. So when you were phlebotomizing, you had to be, you had to kind of just be a little, you had to be a little, take the edge off. Yeah, man. That's how I learned how to to chat people up. You ever stick someone a bunch of times? Like you ever get a tricky one? Like when somebody has one of those veins that's, where you just, you pride yourself on No. You're just... One, it's not even one, a pride thing. One it's po- just one poke charade. You were just like, boom, in. I'm <laughs> they in. They call my dad, you I'm know. What? One poke charade. Oh, because of the eight kids or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's so many of us. It's, he's oh my potent. god. Obviously, very potent. <laughs> I I don't I feel I haven't With impregnated beautiful, anybody. Charismatic. I haven't used children. condoms forever, and I haven't impregnated anybody. So well, I it was probably a different time then. I smoke know? a lot of weed too. I don't know if the weed. I know. Uh, the weed might. I wonder uh, if it's the same for women. You know. Does weed affect your sperm? I don't know. I, don't know <laughs> I mean, studies so have shown something on Google.wiki. No, blah, I think blah, that's blah. actually inconclusive. There's no proof that uh, weed causes any kind of instability or anything. That's, uh, Can I just um, put a little um, light on our environment right now? Sure. Uh so earlier we were talking about a lot of death, right? And it cracked yeah. me up because right now we're in Washington Square Park. Yes. It's a beautiful night, October yes. 26. People, in case you were wondering, Rojan doesn't know what day it is. 26. Uh, so it's Thank October you. 26. Okay, October 26th. And we're talking about life and death here in Washington Square Park. And as we're doing that, this heavy subject, there's a bunch of puppies Aww. just barking in the Little background yeah. and just being cute. Yes. <laughs> Which is always great. And you it's have a puppy. really funny. Do you, like, do you grow up with one, a dog? I love do? dogs. I've yeah. had a few dogs. Oh, yeah. And I've had quite a few dogs. I love them. I love them. Does your family have one? My family has two dogs. What I'm are their names? I'm going to move in Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe. And, uh, oh, what's it? Woody. Hey, Joe and Woody, if you're listening yeah. out there. <laughs> shout out. Big shout out to Joe and Woody. What Wear kind of dogs? tails if you hear me. Oh, 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 oh. What kind of, what, <laughs> what are their, uh, what? Are they breeds? Are they? Do they have breeds, or are they? Woody is a Chihuini. Chihuini, which is a, a dachshund. dachshund. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Okay, and then what's the other one? I Joey, mean, Joe. Uh, Joe is a rot mixed with lab. Oh, big. So big and little. 
Yeah. Uh, Big that's and little cute. and meaty. That's cool. Yeah. That's the cool thing. So you move into your family in Dallas. Where Dallas, the Texas, so where I'm going to try to not catch the E. Don't catch the Ebola. You're going to. Look and at what a <laughs> assassin Brittany is. It's She's going really straight funny. into the heart of darkness. I'm going not straight scared, in. She's not scared. You know what? She's not scared. She's mm-hmm. going in there. She's not wearing gloves or mask. Nope. She's going in there. And Come on, motherfucker. I'm smoking a cigarette, guys. Yeah. This one's Fuck you. Fuck, Fuck you, life. Ebola. <laughs> you're not. Ebola, it's. Well, anyway. So you're going to Dallas. Going back to your family. You, um, have you ever done comedy in Dallas? Negative. I did comedy once, or I was there for a couple days for the Dallas Comedy Festival. They have that. And then I did a mic at Hyenas, which is a club inside of a mall, which is really weird. Dallas is very strange. (laughs) It's a very strange place. I know it it looks like. A place where it looked like it was a wasteland and somebody came and just threw money at it and built stuff. That's what it feels like. Because I'm like, why is this here? It's just like, and it's nice. It's very nice, but it just looks like it was just made. Somebody just made it. Everything's beige. Everything's beige and like square. Yeah. There's a weird businessy feel, corporate y. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of a thing. Well, because because there's no, you can't grow life there. It's too fucking hot, you know. It's hot, yeah. All that shit. So there's all this dry flat land, and uh, there's a lot of warehouses and uh, people just with so much property. But you can't really have like uh, gardens and shit, right? Because it's there's like water shortages and shit. Yeah, it's desert. And then I just learned about fracking. Holy shit! Are they doing that out there? Hydro flacking, fracking, it happens in Texas. Ah, yes. For sure, in all those middle states. I mean, but that's what this country was built on. It's gutting this earth. Fracking. That's what people came over. They're like, oh yeah, coal, just blow it up. Dynamite. We're looking for gold. You know, that's what Wait, this country. No, that's not what they. <laughs> that's what they did. They didn't come over with dynamite. They didn't invent dynamite yet. They came over. No, they came over with. I mean, they didn't come over, but when it was invented, they were like, "Hey, sure." You see well, these I mean, mountains? isn't that? Don't you, you see think these mountains? Perhaps that's just human nature to to destroy. Yeah, and destroy. Absolutely. Consume, yeah. To take. Absolutely, man. Uh-huh. And that's why. You You're know. getting yours. I'm getting mine. That's <laughs> why. That's why. That's the only way you can't. You'll be a sucker if you uh, get, get caught me, sleeping. Man. Yeah, get man. Me. Yeah. Catch you me get. in the woods. So Dallas. Okay, you're gonna be out there. You're going back to your family. You're leaving New York, right? Um, yeah. Because you feel like it's it would be good for you to connect with your family. Yeah, absolutely. And also, because of your mental state, you feel like it would help you. Yeah. So, bottom line, Rojan and I we chit chat outside of this podcast. This isn't our first time chit chatting. It's true. Chit chit chat. Uh, chit chat chit. Uh, so New York, you know, I uh. Not that I I love it. I want to say that because I fucking love it. Oh, okay, you love it. I love it, she but loves New York. Uh-huh. My mental state, which is what we're talking about, and we we're talking about depression earlier, and how uh, we haven't felt really depressed, like really, really depressed. Right. So we we're talking know? about depression. So when was the? Do you have a, a time where you realized you were depressed, or you're diagnosed, or anything like that? Where the, that happened like when i first got diagnosed with depression i don't know i was like i was like 24 or something okay you know like i was seeing a therapist Uh and i was having a lot of anxiety attacks at work okay i was working at the doctor's office in hampton virginia Uh where i poked and prodded people all day long right touched their poop and blood and Mm. it's pretty weird and gross i mean it's a necessary job don't get me wrong sure but it's also like I don't know if it's for me. That's why I'm not yeah, doing it. Yeah, it's not it for now. everybody. I'm right. selling shoes, right. and that's tolerable. Um, but, uh, oh shit, what the fuck was I talking about? Uh, uh, we were talking about, wait, I know what. <laughs> oh no. Oh my uh, God. Well, this I is what happens on a so live broadcast. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're gonna, okay, so. He doesn't We're talking about depression. Guys. We're talking about depression. Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking oh, about. We were saying that you had your first, you were going to a therapist. She had anxiety attacks while you were phlebotomizing. Yeah. And <laughs> now, and so 
So then you were diagnosed with depression. So you realize you were depressed. Yeah. So this is a thing. But is this a thing that you feel is periodic or is just how do you how does what's been your relationship to depression? You know, I, I guess I, I feel I've always, at least in my adulthood, I feel like it's sometimes circumstantial. You know yeah. what I mean? Like finance. I don't like where I'm living. I don't yeah, like yeah, the yeah. situation that I'm in. Right. So it causes a stress and some form of anxiety and then right. I shut down. Right. That's what happens. It's so basically that. Uh-huh. So like the depression as a response to stress. That's what I thought. Sh- yeah. But, but. Re- in recent months, I've been suffering with it pretty badly mm-hmm. like most of this year actually uh-huh, uh-huh. which is crazy because uh-huh. i've done some pretty good comedy shows <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting correlation in my but, lifetime but that's the thing is that you can do both you can actually well comedy is therapeutic for right. sure yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's no, always bizarre because i just sometimes i'm like oh like one time i actually at your show so i was supposed to do rojan's show people who's listening one day maybe this is so weird <laughs> by the way what is <laughs> just talking into the mic like one day someone's gonna hear this yeah in space it's aliens not at all like aliens not robot at all like robot aliens <laughs> that are analyzing <laughs> i mean you never know yeah so they're talking um, about depression and how comedy was therapeutic yeah it's therapeutic but i've also had some of my lowest lows in this city uh-huh. so that's that's a major reason why i'm leaving right and i just uh I believe in the cycles of life and that being important. And because I don't have my family here, I feel a little disconnected from who, like a part of myself. I feel like maybe I just don't know. Like I'm not embracing it. Yeah. New York is really the sheer amount of people is really anonymizing. I feel like it just become nothing. It's easy for you to just become like, I feel like a molecule. Yeah. Part of nothing. Just (laughs) or the crowd or just a mass swarm. Yeah. Um, That makes sense. So when at that time, so uh, you were supposed to, you were doing my show last month, but you weren't feeling up to it because you were feeling down and yeah. stuff. Um, so do you feel like it, you know, comedy is one of, like comedy was kind of some kind of self-medication or some kind of, you know what I mean? Like what uh, is it, like what, what is the relationship between? Between me and my stand-up? The stand-up and the depression. Yeah, you feel like. Because that's oh. going on, and then you have the comedy going on. So yeah. You know. uh, boy, that's that's heavy. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> um, well, uh, I feel... I feel... Uh, so when I first started doing stand-up, uh-huh. my whole thing was just become accepted by them. Uh-huh. Like, just whoever they are all of them you sit down you sit your ass in that chair and listen to me talk so whoever you are um and just get them on my side somehow i picked a bunch of shit like life stories it's all i don't i'm i talk about me a lot i don't talk about topical shit Mm. you know and i think that is therapeutic in itself because i don't write about anything but me Mm. so i'm always reflecting 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 and and sometimes I get on stage and I just kind of bullshit <laughs> when I feel bad about that. But I just and that happens. I think that happens when I feel anxiety uh-huh. or when I don't feel comfortable with my material. I'm like, uh-huh. fuck this material. Fuck it. I don't want to say it again. Do you feel like that? Um, like I have jokes and I'm like, I don't I don't want to say that joke anymore. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. It's weird because I was doing analysis before I started doing stand up. Um, and I was doing it like f- four times a week for like a few years. So it was like pretty deep and heavy. It was just like a lot of just me talking. It, analysis is crazy because like I started with therapy and then therapy is like face to face and you're talking to a therapist. But analysis, you're on the couch and you're not looking at the therapist. And it's really crazy because at oh, first you're like, holy yeah. shit, you realize how much. Uh, of what you say is modulated by the face of the person by seeing like oh, oh does this make yeah. sense or just I've like, never you know had I mean? that before that or kind like, of yeah and you you're looking for approval too I realized I like oh shit I'm looking for approval yeah I'm looking for something and so I feel like there's a lot you'll hide from a therapist if you have to look them in the eyes yeah and shit. yeah yeah so then it just plus it's just you just 
you're like, okay, so you just start babbling and you, you start saying all this. And then once in a while, she'll like kind of guide it and stuff. So it got to the point where I realized I wanted to do stand up and I just didn't want to do the analysis anymore. So I don't feel stand up is like therapy. You know what I mean? Like stand up right. to me is a, like a form. It's like a form. It's like, yeah. like comedy, I feel like takes many different forms. Yeah. And stand up is just one of them. Uh, I want to learn a new form. I want to not learn. I but I I want to practice one. Yeah, you there's know what many I mean? different forms. You know, and stand up is just one. And stand up is actually it's an animal of in and of itself. You know, it's like its own fucking thing. Um, that's addictive. And you may know, I that's ask like, you? Sure. Uh, what's your relationship with your depression and in your stand up? Or do they do they correlate anyway? Do they cross paths? Um, every time I do stand up, I get really depressed. And <laughs> 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 it's just they're not That's laughing a lot like of I want them to. They, why won't they laugh? Like <laughs> I want them to laugh like one <laughs> second longer. Usually, I listen. I listen to only the laughs when I listen back to my recordings. No, um, okay. So uh, <laughs> I well, depression. My relationship with depression in general is that it's just been there my whole fucking life. Like my. Because uh, I just have a shitty childhood and a lot of neglect and sort of issues of uh, nobody was around to express feelings and teach me right. how to do that. Yeah, so man. I was sort of and I was alone a lot. I was off on my own. I kind of like wandered the streets from very little like a lot and I kind of learned to survive uh, like out of the house kind of just wandering around and I was very like it sounds really dangerous yes yeah, in retrospect very dangerous I like I've uh, I got into like a stranger's car once and got driven yeah. that <laughs> sounds possible I you took, were like I a kid took, roaming around there is definitely an alternate reality where I was uh, either killed or raped or something like you know what I mean? there's some like there's a lot of possible because I want it was like they have no clue you know they know so anyway a lot of shit so yeah. depression's always been there, and it's one of those things that it took me a long time, and with help from like my aunt and shit, to like realize that this is like a real thing that's uh, going on. Um, and then it just kept going on, and um, I was in film school, so I went to film school. So in film school, I decided to put myself into like more intensive therapy. That's when I decided to go to analysis because I was working. I was basically making a film about my. Uh, past like my dad and my mom and shit and I was right. to, so I was just kind of like are you close with your parents at all not really I mean my dad I'm kind of close but not really like my dad never told me any of this shit so a lot of this stuff I found out on my own yeah and he's really kind of uncomfortable about <laughs> it and stuff and like there's a language barrier too because yeah. uh, he doesn't really speak English that well and I ended up speaking lots of English because I had to live outside, you know? Yeah. So, so that's also why, like, there's not much talking. It's hard to talk. Yeah. You know, to each other. So do stuff. you think that that's therapy, like comedy for you? Like you just get to like, <clears throat> no comedy. I feel like, well, yeah, I think comedy has just been the way I've dealt with my own pain and also my place in a given situation. It's like, like I was always just making jokes or being funny. Yeah. So that was. Well, it's a really good defense mechanism. Yeah, like and also it help. will tell you. Yeah, with bullies and whatnot. And if you can make people laugh, you can at least give yourself some time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you buy yourself a little, <laughs> a little bit. Yes. Just a little nickel. Well, I think about that too. Like, what what is the nickel and diamond on the time? Like, why does that even exist? Like, in an adaptability sense, like, why? (laughs) And it's probably because back in the day, it's like you were strong. You were either strong, you know, or really cunning, or you had to be funny. Like, you had to. Or you were really smart. Yeah, you you had to be smart and funny. You had to basically get on the good side of the people who kill meat for you. (laughs) If you couldn't do it yourself, so you had to be witty, you know, like, and that was probably. I think at first probably not very useful. It's probably not useful to have a hunting like a party and a funny dude <laughs> cracking everybody up. Yeah, if you're yeah. S- desperate and starving, so I feel like. Well, oh. you know, in horror movies, the funny guys always die first. You know. Really? Nobody wants to laugh. The black guy is that why it's the black guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious. Holy shit! That's an. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because he's black. It's because he's funny. <laughs> Fucking racist. Oh man, you hit something there. I'm just saying that's a, the stereotype. Oh. Okay. Um, hold on. We can um, we can pause this. Hold on. Wait. I would just actually let me just see where where are we? Oh, okay. 
Okay. Uh... Okay, we're back. Um, all right. So, okay. Brittany asked me what my uh, relationship with comedy and depression was, and I sidetracked by talking about... <laughs> Out. I can't remember cavemen or <laughs> something else. So <laughs> it's kind of deflecting. So yeah, I, I um, it's hard to really say, but I do feel like it was what helped me through being depressed. It was sort of what where I could. I still found joy. It's very hard to feel joy when you're depressed. Yeah. But I could still make people laugh, and I could laugh. Yeah. There was hope in that. That's what's so hard you know what about mean? depression. Yeah, I, I actually. Like Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, sometimes it keeps me off stage because I'm just yeah, like. Yeah, because you don't want to do it. You I'm don't like, wanna, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. There was a, a, a period of, there was one moment where I was like, well, this is how it's going to be. Like, I'm fucking depressed. So <laughs> do I just want to die? Like, do I want to die or live? Like, I have to, I basically had to ask myself. Oh, I've asked myself that, that a couple times yeah. this year. Like, do I want to fucking die or not? And I want to live. Like, I decided I want to fucking live. And so I have to just work. That's yeah, a really right? big, people don't understand. Like, that's, I feel like that's the difference between clinical depression and circumstantial. Yes. <laughs> like, when you're just like, I want to die like dying is an option like i, like, I could die. end this that's one way to end because it's such like, a it's tangible like, reality yeah and it's logical and it's something i can do to fucking get fix the problem and that makes yeah. me feel good like most people who kill themselves they're usually not depressed they're actually on the upswing because yeah. they feel like better and they're like yeah. hey i got this is what like, i do. this is the way out yeah this, this is, is the, the way, way out, out. <laughs> um and Jesus. so i feel like you know for me there is something terrible but hilarious in that right yeah. that we all can upset we all have that choice we all have the choice to just end it if we wanted well, you to know, some people We're are in good. denial about it because of whatever their beliefs are and you know there's what, like uh, jesus well, god I mean, damn yeah. you no not I, jesus well, I, I don't know you grew up christian christian, you, a christian? So, you know you you commit suicide you go to hell yeah so there's that whole uh, punishment yeah, uh, factor right what a drag making yeah. any choice of your own God and damn it's, it. it is a bummer yeah so you gotta <laughs> just suffer just suffer don't kill yourself just live because my whole hell. thing is like i didn't choose this hell on earth like um, i literally d i don't ever have a moment where i'm like wake up and i'm like hey this is what i was hoping for no 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 if it was up to me i wouldn't i wouldn't do that but that's just this is one of the things, you know, you don't know. Nobody really knows why, you know. But I will say uh, that I'm hoping with the move, I'm just like getting out of, um, I think, with depression, because I'm not on any medication or anything like mm -hmm. that. So I think that being out of this, out of the environment will help maybe help me see a different perspective on life. Like I was talking earlier, I may have touched on it briefly, about like I believe in the gen like what you can learn from your family about yourself and like generational lessons to be learned you know like i want to spend time with my nieces and nephews because i feel like being with kids gives you a different perspective on life you know definitely you no, see I think your environment actually matters so much more than you you take it for granted i take it for granted i have we should wrap up but yeah. i have a, i'm like my job sucks right now because it's getting acquired and there's like, I'm about to get laid off, but they keep dicking us around and not telling us when we're going to get laid off. So it's just really depressing. Like the environment is just like, ugh, mm. like nobody is. So, so it's like, I try, you know, I get high <laughs> at work or whatever. Like, like I do what I can to deal. But at some point I had to like realize that like, dude, this is really affecting, like this is fucking depressing as fuck. Like it's really affecting me yeah. even though nothing's actually happening, but it's just so but that's such a drag. Ha that's what's the, that's, that's the drag. The yeah. Thing. That's a drag. And they're just fucking, it's just, they're such I assholes. Get, I get you. Okay. All right. I get so, you. All right. Brittany, she's going to Dallas, but only for four months. She's going to be back St. Patty's day. Where Saint can Patty's they, day. where can they find you? The people, where can they, the, on the Twitter, do you have a Twitter? I have Twitter. Okay, where can they find you on Twitter? Oh, I don't know my handle. Okay, is that bad? I'm I the worst comic ever. It's not good. Uh, uh, um, Brittany Sherrod, do you? Is it Brittany Sherrod? Is it Brittany Sherrod? Is it Brittany Sherrod? B R I T T A N Y, Sherrod. Like Sherrod Smalls. Only we're not related people because that doesn't make any sense. Because yeah. his first name is my last Stop name. Stop. Don't be asking stupid. her that. <laughs> Idiots. So it find happens. her on Twitter. Do you have a website? 
I don't. I just you use have. Facebook. Find her on Facebook. I'm gonna make a website. I swear to God, like I'm serious about this. Shit. Brittany Sherrod. There's an, okay. Well, in, <laughs> is there um, anything else you'd like to uh, promote or tell the people about? Yeah. There's a I'm I'm there's a Halloween show. Halloween show. At Karma. Okay. It's on Halloween night. That's my last night in the city. Uh huh. I don't want to get fucked up, but it's probably going to happen. <laughs> I keep telling myself, don't get hammered that night because I got to go to the airport the next morning. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, but I'm probably going to be drinking and dress like a skank because it's Halloween. Hey. So, <laughs> yeah, so there's a Halloween party at Karma. Karma uh, Comedy Show. That time of the month, Chewy May. And, uh, and that's every, when is that? Every second Friday of the month. Every second Friday of the month, that time of the month, Carmen Lounge. And she's going to be co-producing now uh, in my place, keeping my seat warm and just giving me spots when I'm back in town. Uh, Sarah Hartshorn's going to work with Chewy May. I'm pretty excited about it because they're both lovely. Boom. Big shout out to Sarah and Chewy. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I've had a really being, good time. Yeah, this is fun. I like having It's officially gotten cold hanging. outside, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, so. we should wrap this up. <laughs> um, all right, thank you so much. Thank you. Right, have a good night. Don't kill yourself. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye. Yes, that'll be the day when you make me cry. You say you're going to leave. You know it's a See, so yeah, so I, I'm not gonna kill myself. I won't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I, I don't really. If I do, please play this at my funeral service, and then I'll just laugh at me, or and then just leave. Just leave in the middle. Don't even stay till the end of it, because it's just that's what a disappointment. What a disappointment. Okay, that's terrible. Bit morbid, but that's me. I hey, it's okay. Like I said earlier, we're all gonna die. We're all going to die, right? So that's just an immutable fact. There's nothing we can do. No matter how you rage and struggle, that's not going to change. So what can we change? What do we have control over? We have control over how we live our lives, right? That's it. That's it. And I think that's where, and it's not depressing. It's not, it's neutral. It's what you make of it, right? And I want to make happiness. I want to make people happy. I want to give them joy by laughing at dick jokes laughing at whatever jokes chicken jokes I don't care I don't care because I feel that there is a light inside of all of us there's a light inside me there's a light inside you there's a light inside every human being right we're all actually bound by that light you know the the whole thing of being luminous beings like Yoda said you know and if you want to just think about it in scientific terms you know we are just energy that has vibrated slowly that you know slowed its vibrations down to matter that's all we are and when we die we'll just dissipate right into other matter to become part of the building blocks of the universe or worm food or whatever anyway hey you guys should go check out uh the show at karma uh karma lounge new york city 10:31 friday night i think it's eight o'clock um, check it out. Brittany Sherrod will be there. It'll be a good show. Halloween show. Come with a costume. Or not. Whatever. Do whatever you want. Um, also, my show is next week. Auto Shrunken Head. 11-3. 9 p.m. Come on out. Um, I was very close to canceling it. But I'm not gonna. I decided, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna pull this. We're gonna, show must go on. Show must go on. Right? You know, I think that's it. That's a that's all I got. Okay, I feel like I've been doing like a self help thing. This is not self help. Walking the streets of New York City, trying to make our lives and the light inside you a little brighter. Okay. Anyway, um, things can always be better. Sure. But if you always think that way, if you think that way, I think you'll do nothing but miss out on how good 
it is now. And think about how good it is now, right? Just think about it. Think about how good we have it. We have the goddamn internet. Um, so anyway, much happiness, much joy to everybody. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old pal, Stinky Wizzleteeth. This is a song about a whale. No! This is a song about being happy. That's right. It's the Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy song. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. I don't think you're happy enough. That's right. I'll teach you to be happy. I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Now, boys and girls, let's try it again. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. If and you ain't the granddaddy of all liars, the little critters of nature, they don't know that they're ugly. That's very funny. A fly marrying a bumblebee. I told you I'd shoot, but you didn't believe me. Why didn't you believe me? Happy, happy, joy, joy. 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 Happy, 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 joy, joy, joy.